fandom? Well, I'm glad you asked. Fandom is your obsession with TV, movies, comics, and books. Fandom is debating whether or not Goku or Superman would win in a fight. Clearly, it's Batman. Fandom is about liking things. Join us weekly on Fandom as we talk about all of that and more. Subscribe at fandompodcast.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back into the Fortress of Comicude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. And I am Kylie. This is Comic Book Club. Aaron, what's Comic Book Club? <laughs> well, does it have to do with a bucket? No. It's where we read page <laughs> by page, page by page. Where we pick a book, and this month is Aaron's pick, Yay! which is Rachel Rising. It's the I... first volume. It's called The Shadow of Death by Terry Moore. So Terry Moore is an independent, I guess. Published by uh, Abstract Studios. That's yes. his, that's his mm-hmm. company. So yeah. this is all him and his wife, actually. It's kind of cool. There, You see her name huh. in the back. Oh, um, I, say, I don't see her name anywhere. It's her p- publication. Yeah, it's her company. I don't know how she says it. It says it one more page more, David. I'm oh, sorry. It, no, it was this... This makes for good podcasting. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Anyways, it's kind of cool. This was uh, an independent artist back when I started. Robin Moore. Yeah. That's who it is. So. um, She's the Robin to his bed. So (laughs) if you think about an artist like this, and this is what's really cool, is you think about Strangers in Paradise and you see him back in when I was starting, which was probably 19, I graduated in 1996, probably. So you're thinking back in that far of day, he's gotten his artwork and his art form and he knows his publication because he has his own abstract studio has been around a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I think is fun. Wait. What did you guys think of? What do you guys think of his artwork, by the way? I love it. I, I think like it. I think he draws some of the most gorgeous women I've it ever is. seen. Yeah. Ra- actually- Rachel specifically, even though she's like dead fucked up and dead <laughs> like she's still beautiful yeah. to look at like so he actually has a, an art book how to draw women and he he goes through right. and he's like women aren't and he basically calls out like the campbells and the, the people like this is not how women look this is how women look mm-hmm. and it's, i have to admit really one of my favorite pictures is he always explains how to draw women he says women have three roles so when you crunch or anything it doesn't matter how thin they are they have three rules and it's just how they're built and he tries to explain this and one of the most amazing pictures i've seen is it's francine and she's sitting on a chair with the image is beautiful but he the way the female body is it was the first actual comic i've ever seen where a woman was Looked like a woman. Looked like a woman. Proportioned well, yeah. Well, it was a larger weight stylized. It's not, right? It's cool. (laughs) But it's very good. Especially the black and white helps a lot. The Mm. line works very good. The shading's very, very good. But it was, yeah. He actually was the first one I've ever saw. And it's not plus size. It's just, I have to say, it's a normal woman. It was the first time I saw... She is like supermodel though. She's gorgeous. Well, and he has <laughs> She's the not your nose. run-of-the-mill woman. He has yeah. the nose is just perfect. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. But he's able to draw people and facial features. But I just want you to know, this was the first time, if you think about comic books and boom, and you know, you see all these companies that come out and go too fast. Abstract Studios has been out for a while, and they are steady. Because basically it's one comic, it's right? Him, yeah. He just does one comic and 
he probably knows the industry or at least the publication pretty well now. So but. another thing too that stuck out to me is that uh, he draws a lot of people and different types of people in this book and none of them look similar or the same facial wise which i mean a lot of artists get crap for having like stock faces and that's something like people like george perez have always gotten a lot of credit for that like he could draw a book like like crisis on infinite earths where you have like 60 characters on one page and they're all you can look at their faces and they're all different one of the hardest ones i had to read was uh scott pilgrim because that's all in black and white, and when they when they came out, and they do literally when they came out years later, and they're like, "We're doing, we're re, we're reprinting this, but we're doing it in color." I was like, "Oh my god, does that mean I'll be able to tell the characters apart?" <laughs> it was <laughs> true. Never read Scott Pilgrim. It's. I think I'm in the minority. I did not. I was not a fan. I know it's one of Kenny's favorites. Oh, I've never uh, read Scott Pilgrim. A lot of people. Love I watched it. the movie though. I've never even seen the movie. I didn't like yeah, it. See, and I love Edgar Wright, and that was a that's a movie I do need to go back and give it another shot. I think, but that's I like just a cult didn't care. Movie too. Yeah. A lot of people and I, live and just for to be clear, movie. I watched it very recently. Oh, okay. So we saw the last time I saw it, and the first time I saw it was in the theater, and yeah, yeah I never watched it in the theater. Remember when Michael Sarah had a career? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was in Molly's game. Very it was good. good. Very good. Well, so you I'm don't glad see, you don't hear you from him too much anymore. I, I I really did. Uh, for anyone that's uh, wanting to know or curious, uh, this whole series is available on Comicsology Unlimited. So if you have a Comicsology Unlimited account, you could read all of it with your with your subscription. So Amazon too. Um, or, I mean, you can buy it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can, you can yeah, buy it anywhere. Okay, yeah, this is pretty You can go to your local comic shop. And get but, I mean, Comixology okay. Unlimited is like a Netflix for oh, comics. Sorry. So, the, all, there, there's seven it's trades. The thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's seven trades that of the whole series. All seven of them are uh, available on there with your subscription. So, this you is, wouldn't have to pay any money to read this it. This is his third book in his universe, I think. Strangers in Paradise, Echo... Are they all in the same Rachel universe? They are, and you find uh-huh. out in Echo, I don't know, pr- kind of close to the end, the, the 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 characters from Strangers in Paradise pop up, and you're like, oh. So he's actually... Um, and then, yeah, then people ec- pop up in this, and then he did a book after this called Motor Girl, which was mm. a pretty quick, like, maybe 10-issue thing. Oh, okay. And then he just, this week, actually, just finished up a book called Five Years, which t- brings everybody together, and they, they're so, trying to prevent the apocalypse, basically. Um, so I'm so excited because usually you do this with like we three and everything, yeah. but because this is like my favorite book, I'm excited to see what you guys think. Oh, I have a lot of <laughs> stuff to but say about it. <laughs> just like I these, uh, I'll tell you that I have already uh, downloaded volume two so, from Comicsology on my phone to to read it because I I really a, like a lot of the stuff that's set up and I'm like I'm gonna keep reading I this like as long as it interests me. Yeah, and that's one of the things. Especially when I found out there's only 42 in issues, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna read this whole fucking and thing. And I'm like, ooh, and it's, a, it's a quick read too. He, it is. It was he a does, really. He quick does read. well storytelling with no, with no words. That was one of the things. More, like it, 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 as soon as you start reading it, you can tell that it's it's written by an artist mm-hmm. because he allows the artwork to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Yes, and he's. Um, and I, that's I, not something that you get to see enough in yeah. comics. And, and he's really nice because I met with him in person once and I went out to dinner with him and his wife when they came in the comic book store. Mm-hmm. He is, they're just really normal. And maybe that was really cool is just to see normal people. He, out he there. did a, a big sketch on the face. 
the what was it the little placemat placemat the little oh, paper really? placemat he, that's in the, the house yeah we got that framed hanging in oh the really that's I'll look at it next time we go over your place anyways it, I'm okay so I'm gonna let you guys get started because I get like such a little kid oh. I'm like ooh look yeah let's get let's get started for so. <laughs> I'm like oh my god look at the colors she's like a kid in a candy store it's so not so the colors. book opens with with a woman walking in the woods and again the first like four or five pages of this book are silent hmm. um and again, it's one of these awesome things that I love when comics do this because it's it comics is one of the only mediums that can do this where it's like they give you snapshots, but like the way we read comics, right, is it's like there's a thing in our brain that's supposed to connect like what even we fill e- in the blanks. Yeah, like, even with, even with dialogue, like when you're reading like a fight scene of like Superman and somebody like you're 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 seeing it in your head as a as a fluid thing, yes. even though it's it's frame it's, by frame by frame. If it's frame. done right. And yeah. most, of, most of the times it is. And so when you get to see something done like this where there's no dialogue, it, it's like comics should embrace this more because they're the only ones that can really, the only medium that can really do that. Well, and this is my thing is he's always really big in detail. And so mm-hmm. he's not like, because his people are there's really strict There's not a bad panel line, in this book. But... It's it's crazy how much like detail this dirt and everything and I'm like well played my friend and she comes out of the grave and I really like the way that he does textures as well yeah right because like yeah like you talked about the dirt and the ground and everything it, it feels like you could touch it when um, she comes out of the earth and you can see like that thing on her neck just you like, could oh like it's gnarly like you can tell yeah that's it right like i guess that and so then we meet rachel like, and she literally digs herself out of the ground a shallow grave out of the ground and you you know the because i was i'm actually now been fascinated ever since you mentioned the fact that there's certain people who use certain type of panels mm-hmm. and you said there's standard panels and i never really thought about that until you mentioned because i've been reading comics so long i just you know but now I watch how people use panels. And so I've been kind of watching him. He doesn't use the same panels, but it's little things like this where he throws in that kind of background image mm-hmm. where it's just different enough that makes you pause. But you're right. And then you have someone like David Mack who... Oh, he, he has uses, no panels. He uses like the things to... Yeah, he, oh, yeah, oh I, didn't, I didn't even that's do That's one of those things that, again, it's like... As you, the longer you read comics, the more stuff you notice and pay yeah. attention to, and the more you get to like. We're, we're fortunate enough to have like friends that create comics for a living and stuff. And when we talk to you know people like Philip Seavey or Doug Wagner, or whoever, it's like there's so much that goes into that, and most people just look right past it as they read the book. But every page is laid out on purpose the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because like that's a whole conversation when you're scripting a comic book is the way the page layout is going to be, how many panels and in what way, what size is each panel, everything. And it's all done in an effort to be a part. It's a tool. And when you, I, I don't know, it's just, when you can appreciate the art form that comics is, and you can start to pick up on some of those little yeah. things, it's like, it's, it's really, really cool. Well, and if you think of his art style... Everything of those smaller ones were building up to that one big image. So in the book, she's digging herself out, little black dress, um, and you don't know where she's at. And she digs herself out of grave, but it's this big, fat, great splash page where yeah. she's walking away from the grave. Yeah, and that um, would be tough. I'm sorry, I don't think I've honestly never been the biggest fan of black and white books. I, I I can't say I have anything against them, but they they've never really done anything for me as far as like he oh. doesn't read a lot of that stuff yeah so really? 
So you don't th- this, oh, I see what you're saying. This really impressed me that it was like, oh, like this is I, I really like this book. It, it takes benefits a, it from the takes fact a special that artist to do a black and white mm-hmm. book. I feel, mm-hmm. but like I have an appreciation for it in this book because I'm like I don't know if it works as well in color. Like it it ben- it benefits from being black. Well, and white. I think That's it's like my my dislike for Hush. They did a they released um, a version of oh, just no, Jim Lee's pencil white. version. Mm-hmm. With no coloring, I picked that up because, goddamn, that is oh, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. it's well, probably the best thing that Jim Lee I think ever did in his career. Is maybe okay. So I can see what you're saying, but black and white. I think the difference is though is every one of these panels you could actually imagine color in it. So maybe that's it. It's smooth. It's not like when you have this. If you flip to the back, you have that splash page, kind of what that splash page is in color. Mm-hmm. I I could take it. But I enjoy the black and white. And I don't know if this is me kind of reaching here, too. Because, I don't know, does he do all of his other stuff in black and white as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because I had kind of like, wondered. It's only his covers are that are Because I had kind of wondered if I it was maybe a choice to kind time. of mm-hmm. give you a vibe of, like, limbo. Because does that's where like she's kind of in between white? life and death or and he just stuff. likes it black and white? No, I think it's just his but, medium. I think he does it. He The only thing is color-wise is his covers. And he'll do his covers. And some of his his other covers are amazing. Uh but anything with color, it's always his covers. I've never seen one of his books colored. Hmm. It's just not. She's walking down the road, and a guy pulls over, and he's and like, "He's a hey. really nice and, guy." Yeah, he is. He's like, "He's like, were you in some kind of accident?" And she, she basically <laughs> just kind of ignores him, and she's like, "He's like, can I take you to the hospital?" She's like, "Please just take me home." Did you also catch in this that the girls in his books, the girls are in bubbles, and the guys are in blocks? I I did notice that. I didn't. I don't know what the reasoning for that is. Um, I couldn't tell you either. It's just it's just it ha- it's a choice. Yeah, it's kind of cool though. I it cracks me up. Um, so she like Rachel key. goes home <laughs> and she showers. Um, and again, even when the guy drops her off, he's very much like, "Are you are you sure?" Like yeah, he's like, "Do, do, we, do you want me to come back and check, and check on you?" Yeah, because you look like do, shit. Do you, li- do you have someone here that can look after you? Is there somebody that you can call? Um, which is which is all it's very nice um but i would have took it to, to, to see to see a to see a good man in a story like this because it would have been so easy to just do like the kind of predatory like she's already been through hell guy. now i'm gonna put her through some more hell you know what i mean like we've seen that character mm-hmm. enough times it was nice to just be like oh there's just a, a nice we'll caring more individual. later it's, no, it's true there, there, there's, <laughs> oh, no, there's room for that he, he goes with creepy pretty well he leads up to it but Again, I guess you're right. Like the towels are, I like how you you know the little towels speckle down. Mm-hmm. I know this little things, but he adds texture. The in rope black too. And the rope. I feel like you could touch it. Like the yeah. rope. Yeah, yeah. It's textured, and, and I mean that maybe that's just his style. That like he, that's how, that's how he does it. White color it at that point. Yeah, yeah. you know, texture is hard though. Texture is hard to that's one to of, get yeah. across. And the little the kitty doesn't he want does to well. talk I mean, to look him. at the look at this panel right here. You, the out, you got the outside, you got the bed. Mm-hmm. Just, just I that love one her, little her little kind of. Little kind of uh, I know he's like, <laughs> I'm not coming out. And again, this is another one like this whole page, no dialogue on it at all. But I love her looking. But it's like you don't need it because you get exactly what's happening, right? She looks in the mirror, oh, yeah. looks oh, at her neck. We see we see the, we, we see the mm-hmm. flashback of the rope. And then she, you know, she puts her hand on her neck again. It's like it, you don't need any words there to convey what's and happening. And that's one of the things Kylie mentioned is, and it's true. Terry Moore has a way of actually just 
he doesn't need words. His characters can actually, he can draw the emotion on their face, which is very sometimes not, it's not as easy. Because, I mean, you could have been, like, the laziest person ever and put, like, a thought bubble. Like, <laughs> oh, I, wonder, yeah. I wonder where this came from. Yeah. And, you know. But you don't need to. But, yeah, but you don't need to. So she starts thinking of Less the last things more. that she can really remember. And I like his, his females are maybe, I don't know, maybe Terry Moore was always a thing to me just because his females never were defined. It didn't matter what type of female. Every female had a different definition. And one of here is the mechanic female, right? Jet. Yep. Jet, yeah. And so every one of his females didn't have a definition. They could be Who's in a band, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> I and think she so... slaps at the bass, doesn't she? She does. And the drummer. <laughs> the drummer stares at your ass when you're playing. <laughs> and you have, like, the guy. I, I love this. That was a really weird exchange, too, where she's like, you're never going to get in there. And he's like, oh, man, a man can dream. dream. <laughs> and I was like, that's a weird thing to say. Like, you're never going to get in there. Or something. Never, like, that's a no, weird thing to tell you're somebody. You're never going to get in there. And then her eyeballs and um, setting the stage for storytelling. And I don't know. I like the fact that all of this is happening. She just woke up and you don't get a time frame, really. All of this, you don't realize how much she slept. Even this guy, the guy in the flashback, too, is like pervy as hell. Uh, the you, other guy you don't realize there's show. a lot of freaking pervy people out there. Yeah, you? you guys may be normal, but there. This is this is kind of normal. this is true. And so um, she goes out. Yeah, and she starts going, and she starts having people tell her, "You're not Rachel." And like, well, this guy just says, you? "You look different." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it starts where it's the right little here, things. Yeah. Um, and it's like, what the hell do you mean? I'm not Rachel. And that's that's the end of the first the first issue. And the um, thing reading these in single issues, like literally, you'd read, you'd be reading the book, and you'd flip this, and you would have the back cover. You, mm-hmm. There was no lead up to like it's oh. over. You just flip the thing. And you're like, oh shit, that was the no, last page. No, he doesn't. There's yeah. no like. You there was just best. no build up to like this is the end of the issue. It just like ends. And, mm, so it's really hard if you think of. I collected these single issues, but now every we're gonna time meet Johnny, who's the one. best character in the book. <laughs> I love Aunt Jenny. Oh my God, isn't she the best? Yes. She is the best. I want, I awesome. want her to be I great character. I want great an Aunt Jenny. <laughs> She's, I don't know, this whole dichotomy of The way like, she copes with everything too. Oh, it's so good, right? It is so good. She really only has like one moment where everything kind of gets to her when they, when when she takes her to where the grave and stuff is, where she sees the hole in the ground. Yeah. But the rest of the time, like she, she, for the most part, just kind of goes with everything without questioning too much, which is kind of interesting. I think it. She, I think the whole part, and I think I like the fact that she works a, as they're talking, and he's the artwork along the way. It's kind of curious where if you were seriously embalming someone, this part right here cracks me up because her eyeball goes from droopy to closed, and everything is going on, and she has no conscious. And I remember well, and I, I think, saw and Elvis. I think maybe that's that's one. I mean, at least for me, I couldn't do something like this. This is not a job I could do. Me to be clear, she works. She's working in like a morgue. Oh, sorry, yeah, she's she's yeah. a mortician, and like I think that you got to be a special kind of person to do that. And obviously, she copes with it in her mm. own ways. And I love the line of like, you know what time it is? Like, I think it's a little bit after midnight. You really think you should be like messing with dead bodies after midnight. Like, yeah. you feel weird about that? She's like, dead people don't know what time it is. Yeah. I, like, love I was that. talking to Mozart the other day or whatever. 
She's like, yeah, Elvis is in the other room. Yeah. Well, and she says, what did she say? Jesus showed up on a donkey or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, one night Christ wrote wrote in here on a donkey. Palm leaves all over the place. It was a mess. (laughs) But I do like. She doesn't believe that Rachel's actually there talking to her. Yeah, because apparently she just sees things. Yeah. Which I mean, I could get it. Like you're alone for many hours at a time especially in in the night and everything she probably maybe does create conversation and for also herself if it's like midnight like ways. who goes to the morgue you want to you want to see a good mortuary a, movie what? watch the i don't want to see any the autopsy of jane doe i watched oh. that did you like it no oh. didn't like it not really oh i thought it was creepy as i shit. kept getting bored oh. well fuck you and- <laughs> <laughs> well and again i like the ending though yeah, it wasn't okay. It was I ending. actually remember that, and she got back at everybody right yeah. at the ending. She moved on into witches. her little. It was this part that got me with the air bubble, <laughs> where everybody stops and <laughs> the old lady pops up, and then she pops back down. She's all, "I didn't have anything to do with that, but I'm really here." But that wasn't me. And, um, um, she finally just like to convince her. She grabs her, she grabs Johnny. She's like, "We're gonna go. I'm taking you to you know." Because she, she's like, everyone's treating me really weird. Yeah, yeah. You're going to drive. And of then, course. And then Antonio oh, was I like. She's like, she's like, we'll take your car. My, uh, my car's almost out of gas. Go, yeah, I said of Camaro. Course. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, of course, yeah. Ghost cars would run out of gas. <laughs> well, and I again, like you said, when it talks about faces, again, I just kind of. She doesn't have a double chin, but she has like a. A chin around. I mean, I don't know. He has a little, context. Uh, little stockier, yeah. a little thicker and stuff. Yeah. And D- then different types of people, different body types. And Jenny's the face looks like this lady uh, that I knew. Uh, she was a friend of my mom and my grandma. Her name was Chris. She looks like Chris. Well, Chris is pretty awesome. And I love <laughs> her car because I love fast cars myself. And I love the levity of this like whole conversation in the car the trees and i love how they bring in of course so there's this little oh, girl that zoe. we deal with zoe yeah. she is um she's a big <sighs> character in the book okay is she oh yeah that's good oh yes um and then uh and zoe is not right she no, gets up in the right. middle of the night but and she's one of my this, favorite characters uh, oh she's badass <laughs> there's this woman in her kitchen it's the same woman that we saw at the beginning of the book that was walking through the woods right before rachel dug herself out of the grave and um it, it what makes it even more like it's obviously creepy the idea of someone staying in your kitchen when you're not expecting them to be, but it's the fact that she doesn't say anything that makes it even worse. Where she's like, "Who oh, are you?" No, right? And she's like, my, "My sister's outside. She'll be here any minute." And the way she just sits there and just stares she at her, smiles. Yeah, a little bit. like that makes it even weirder. And the kid knows it too because it's this little look of like, "Oh shit, oh shit." So Rachel takes Johnny to where Holy the the shit. hole was. And uh, this is where Johnny kind of finally breaks down. Like she <laughs> she finds pieces of the rope and and she that she even like lays down in the hole and everything. Because oh, she's and this is the part where if you didn't she didn't think she was real this whole time, but I think it it does show that affection and that that I guess maybe you knew she was her aunt, but at this point in time you you've gotten the story that she's raised this young little girl. Mm. And it is that love, and she felt really bad that she died. But again, this way she, Terry Moore is able to show this like anguish, I guess, and that she's digging in that fear of like, oh my god, I I've lost something. So it just does. 
and it brings back the rope is pulled back in because that comes into another place. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, back girl. to Zoe's house, the, the older sister who I can't remember if she's named or not, but she uh, comes back into the house and she just, like the worst. She's gonna fuck him up. She's the worst. Where she's like, Zoe, where are you? It does remind me milk? of like <laughs> right here. I've watched uh, the Halloween. You know, you, you oh, got yeah, the bitchy is very Halloween. Yeah. yeah, like the bitchy sister in Halloween, and you're like, oh well, she's going down. And it's very much like the she has the boyfriend that the parents don't like. You better not tell mom and dad I was with him. I can't wait to like get but out of this place. But you still ponder there's something wrong with this family dynamic in the sense that. I don't know if it's a single dad. You better not tell dad. Or That's true. I can't figure out because the fire never explains yet. But like, this escalates so quickly. Oh, <laughs> because at first, I think that's the brilliance of Terry Moore. It's so everything is benign on the surface until he just does this one hand flip where she pulls back and she has like it's cellophane pan, right? or like uh like it's, uh, yeah, oh yeah, she, she, she hits her she, she hits her sister over the head with a skillet yeah and then she puts like shrink wrap over her face yeah she pulls the the cellophane out and, um, and, God and then it's, it's not even that it's the fact that she does all this and then like and then they, she they, goes over to the fridge and gets a drink they, they, they dedicate <laughs> a panel to her just being like <laughs> like and yeah. which is the which is the end of issue two and again he ends them so you're like i love this cover yeah, that's pretty cool. Now we see uh, Jet slap the base. <laughs> well, and this whole part where, again, it's kind of curious to see. Everybody kind of sees her What the hell is that movie called? Um, What's the I movie love you. I love, I love you, man. man. Thank you. Thank you. Slap it. I was like, I was like so Jason Segel and Paul Rudd. I was like, what the fuck is that movie called? It's a good movie. So, yeah, they're at like this. I, they have a name for it. I forgot what it was. But it's like a, a club, like a jazz club. The Blue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as a female, these are little things that I appreciated. She has boobs. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, the guitar and the way the material moves and everything's realistic. The guitars are built that way for a reason. Well, I knew it. But little things like that. Mm -hmm. For the female player. For the female player. I just, after a while, you get kind of tired of the same (laughs) images. He totally did make that up. He's so full shit. But... I kind of dig good, that but... fact that everyone is <laughs> a little bit too. could be believable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, not believable, but I don't know. Aaron saying, like, I just want to point out the thing I like is that she has boobs. Like, have you read any well, comic no, ever? Like... <laughs> well, the no, women I... definitely have. Let boobs. me put it this way: they're not pointy. Realistic. Yeah, they're not yeah. pointy boobs that are D cups out of this world. These are realistic boobs that. I mean, look at this panel. The base is just cupping that booby. It is cupping the booby. It's a big booby. But I don't know. I just. His She's women slapping the base while uh, the booby slapping the base as well. And this is interesting. Like, I'd be curious as an artist. Do you think he had fun with the the wood swirls there? Probably and, not. It was probably a bitch. But why choose it then, right? And I then do you check out her? I mean, the way he he took time, everything about the detail is why choose that? And it, after a while, it's why that artistry. Everything is a choice. Yeah, I love this exchange between Rachel and this woman in the bathroom. Oh, it's so oh. it's, it's I so want what you have. it's so out there. <laughs> but uh, you know, she. Well, I mean, first she like coughs up a piece of the rope, which is already mm. like ugh. creepy, right? And then uh, she's you know starts washing her mouth out and stuff. And then this woman's like, "Hey, do you mind uh, 
help him with this with this necklace and she starts telling her that uh, her fiance just gave it to her they're going to be married on sunday and then she just says no you won't and oh, she's like excuse me excuse me and then she tells her like you'll you'll die basically before your wedding and i don't remember exactly how she words it but she's basically like uh it's pretty fucked up well, the, your wedding bed will be a shallow grave your lungs something full old of will climb in you oh and it is. i'm like oh that's like a bar and it's like, and it, but it's like she doesn't keep saying i'm sorry but yeah she like she doesn't going. have control over yeah. it yeah and it's 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 when she touches her right so it's 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 weird it's visions yeah, she says you'll be dead soon. I can feel it, which is very weird. Is that something that plays in more? Yes, as yeah. the series oh, goes. Yeah. Okay, oh, I like this little tease they get out of here. It's like, oh, can she like see people's future and stuff? Like that's that's. And it's not good, <laughs> but I like the fact that the way he does it, he shows that she's not really. She is really pained, even though she's saying the words that are coming out of her mouth, which has got to be the weirdest bar experience, even though the chick that's coming out of the bathroom has got to be the weirdest bar experience. But I love this thing where she's like, then you need to uh, sue whoever did your Lasix, because damn, and it was because her eyeballs are all fucked up. Yeah, they're basically, I think they're, they're red. all black. I think I, I thought they were red. I thought oh, they were I, just like. Well, all the vessels have popped in her eyeballs. Uh, yeah, that's what, yeah. I, that's okay. what I kind of figured. Because um, she's basically. So dead. that woman from the bathroom, she comes back to the table all pissy, obviously, with her fiance. She's in a bad mood because this woman just told her she was going to die before Sunday. Um, and then uh, he's like, yeah, let, let me go get you a drink. He goes to the bar. He meets up with the with the other lady. And you kind of feel bad for the this lady guy. that you've been seeing. The, yeah, this uh, lady that was in Zoe's kitchen and also in the woods. And um, we don't get her name, do we? In this book, not in this one. Okay, no. I mean, I would imagine you do eventually. She's but we just don't a bad hear. person right now. She's just a bad person. Bad. bad I mean, you're just a, you're just a bad person. Look, she has boobs. And I she like the fact boobs. that she has a really nice sweater. I don't know if it's a the, and if, if it's a spoiler, a but everybody has a couple names. Oh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Dum dum dum. <laughs> um, You're right. Well, at the end of this, they say, "Doesn't she call this lady call her sister or something like that?" They all right? have a yeah. No, they all have a couple names. I personally felt bad for this boyfriend slash fiance because he was fucked right when she touched him because. Yep. She touches him, and it again, it reminds me of those old horror movies where I don't know you, you're you're they tell him to do something, or this guy was right when she touched him, and you learn a little later on in the book, but she basically kind of like tells him this chick's evil, and she right when she touches him, he goes mad and you're like oh this he guy believes really, everything she yeah, says yeah and this guy point. really like loved her well, he, you know she gives him this whole thing where it's like oh you know must be hard to be with a woman like that kind <laughs> i know of thing. i was and, like oh and then, when they should leave his, you. Uh, his self-esteem is so shitty too where he's like yeah but it's hard for her to stay faithful but, no, but we have a strong connection it's, <laughs> it's that like last, oh man give yourself a fucking chance <laughs> i think it's the last panel where the idea of supernatural versus not she fucks with them and i think oh, yeah, he does that little that smoke little coming, smoke from, coming from it where she's not exactly she's evil something's going on and I feel bad for him because he was seen such like some type of guy. He seems somewhat good. So then he goes back to her and now he's all pissy with her now. And it does not go well. It does not go well. Uh, Rachel goes to talk to Jet. What 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 is this sound effect? Purr. Purr. Oh, have you ever had a good drink? I don't. Un- 
Oh my a, god! Like I've a never really heard from word? a drink. No. Oh my god! Never. There's those are people. Have you had a framboise? Oh, some of those things you <laughs> pour on that. <laughs> oh my! Where are god. we from, France? Love I, I think you would, I, Oh you, my god! They, they're, they'd be right up your alley. Okay. Me and Brandy, we found our framboise, and they are nectar from the gods. They are amazing. I could purr with it. Yeah. Okay. All I've but heard was basic white. Yeah, basic white people <laughs> love framboise. I think anybody would. They were delicious. They're a little sweet for me. Ba- white people love saying things that make them sound cultured. That's a good one. Like say framboise to say no. I I would like uh, to defend my honor here. I say things like you know shenya or whatever they say salmon. Salmon, but framboise. It took me a long time to say that. So no. It took me like years to say framboise. <laughs> I used to call it frambrex because it has a freaking X in it. It was one of her oh, doctors yeah, that you, corrected her. You like saying Gore-Tex, don't you? Exit, <laughs> if there's an X at the end, you don't say it. You don't say it. Yeah, hey, it's can a framboise. Can you feel this? <laughs> anyway. like, I had a friend. I had a friend. His name is Mo. Uh, last name Mo. Uh, last name Mo? M-A-U-X. Last name Mo. Yep. Is it really? Because mm-hmm. I would have pronounced X because I'm, yeah, I'm a Should basic like, bitch, man. Mouks? Yes, Mouks? I would have. <laughs> Shut up. And Bar. you would think that because typically had... you would say that X sound. Turns mm-hmm. out, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so, Rachel goes sh- to talk to Jed. This is where they have the whole conversation. After that. The that. drummer's been looking at your ass the whole time. Yeah, well, and they, they even have the thing. She's like, I thought you looked familiar when you walked in. Yeah. And it's that whole, like, you're it, not it, Rachel thing again. It's the thing where it's like, she looks like Rachel, but not. Yeah, there's something different with her. And she can see the blonde chick walk up the door. And again. And another thing I really like about that whole aspect of it is we never saw her before. So we, we as a as some we point, as a reader the only flashback really is that kind of preppy look at the garage and that's yeah. the only reader. But I've even then, they kind of cover her face though for parts of that, don't they? No. In, in the flashback, don't they? The flashback, it's it's her friend is in the car. She that's is right. really seriously just she looks like a normal woman, blonde, just sitting there with a friend. But we that's the only time you ever knew. Her past self. Mm. Terry Moore decides mm. to take a stab at a nine-panel grid. It looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, a lot of stairs, and you gotta. Admit, you know, I love me. That nose. You know, I like, love me some nine-panel grid. <laughs> you do like nine panels? Do. What is it about that? Is it the synergy or like? I mean, we kind of got into it too, but I just I think it's just there's a uh, a pacing element with a nine-panel grid that just. It is. Uh, he does. I'm like I'm every time now, and then. The shit hits the fan because I like the fact he didn't have to mention anything about the sliding thing when the chick falls off the ceiling. He set the stage right here because of the picture with the little uh, slidey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because Very true. she uh, turns and he doesn't have to explain it because turns out with his little panels, <laughs> you knew what was coming because she turns around and it was right here. The slam. When she turns around, you already knew what was coming because he drew it With the slam. So by the time you get to the thud, (laughs) really. But there's so... There's even a slide. In these pages, there's so much going on here because she's up on the roof. She's looking out over the city. And again, it's a page. Or pretty silent. Yeah, there's a fire. Yeah, there's a fire going on. She looks over. There's the mysterious woman that's been popping up everywhere so awesome. she's got her evil smile Slam. and then boom the the Slam, lady slide, thud. you have to admit though oh, it's not dorky crap. right 
that's one of the things I love about him. He actually uses the things like sound effects that I don't think people use anymore. This is like almost like what you see in Batman, well, right? Slide. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, but it doesn't, yeah. his artwork, it doesn't break from the impact. It's not dorky or, or corny. He does it very well. And then, yes, slam, slide, and then thud. There goes Rachel onto poor George Costanza's car. It's slam, <laughs> slide, thud, and in. then On crash. splat. And this is the sad part is I... This is the part where you go, well, she died. She didn't have any... She wasn't buried or anything in the dirt. But oh. that car is fucked up. And I felt bad for the chick. Because she was going to get married. But it turns out... Oh, this this was just full of, of Seinfeld references. Yeah. It turns out that <laughs> you can't over-die. You can't over-dry. <laughs> if, I, if, if I shoot you and kill you and then I shoot you again, you don't die again. Well, and again, you have the fire, the chick, this poor guy but with his did. hair. She and did die again. And then she is, came back. Yeah, and the chick is just awesome. God bless her in the little slippers. And she's trying so hard with the broom. <laughs> she did it. Oh, that I little know. girl did it. She tried so hard <laughs> with the broom. She did. She just tried so And again, hard. these are those moments where I kind of got to give him credit. He like, doesn't end them like a normal comic book would. Oh, this was the end. But this this is where everything just like really snowballs. And this is where everything is connecting at this point. Mm. Like you see that the fire that they were looking out over is Zoe's house on fire. Let's also give credit converge. that yeah. everything's just coming together. Let's well, also played. give credit for the fact that fire is very hard to pull off in black and white. That is true. And I didn't but there's there's that. there's no question of what that is when you see it. Yeah. Um like color helps a lot when depicting fire that is on, true. Uh, in print, you know what I mean? When cuz you because the biggest thing of fire is that it's never Still, right? It's always there's always emotion. So it's it it sometimes it's hard to depict fire in a single frame, but in comics usually the the color really helps because you can put those oranges and those so yellows right. in there. Like that one shot, right? So there, in, you didn't have a question what it was. No, but it's very very hard to pull off in black and white. You can't make the smoke black because you, you it take you already you're using so much black in other places. Mm. Um, so he he's very smart about where he uses. His shading at the way he uh, shapes the different flames and stuff like that. Again, you get what it is when you see it. That's pretty. Cool. And I feel like a, a lesser artist, you would have been like, "Is the house on fire?" Is that okay? That's what we're supposed to be looking just at. Just so you guys yeah. know, this cool ass guy comes back. He is awesome. He's the fuck. Yes. He's the shit. He's, he's the fuck. He's the fucking <laughs> shit. Wait, who is the, the cool ass guy we're talking about? This guy right here. Oh, okay. Gorilla I, I, Man. Gorilla Man. He comes Gorilla back. Man. He's a, he's a very he's a very sensitive man. Oh, well, like I'm glad Mary face. just insulted him. His name is Earl, and he comes back in Earl. I watched that show. My name is Earl. <laughs> yes, it was that. really good. Um, but I like this part where she dies again. Again, she dies. <laughs> but again, you can't overdie. You can't overdrive. <laughs> well, and I like the fact that they pull in. She's like, I saw her. It was my vision. And they never quite connect that they both saw her at the same time. So they both say, I saw her, and she doesn't realize she's talking about a vision. Yeah. But the thing was, Jet was present. She said she was like the second or third person at the scene. She says they watched, she watched them put Rachel into a body bag and and declare, she watched them declare her dead on the scene and everything. So, um, 
it's I, it's a little more I think for her because she's like I watched them declare you dead on the spot. Yeah. And she waited for Aunt Johnny who. But they also bring out that there was no blood either later, which is interesting. Yeah. And then everybody's super sad, and I love the little things like her eyeballs open up along the way, because right about here her eyes open up. Can we bring up the best line in the whole book? <laughs> when, when uh, the guy finally leaves, he's like, "Can we have a moment, you know, to say goodbye to her?" And when she finally sits up, "Mother Mary, Joseph, and the donkey." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why that choice? Like, you could have had her say anything. Why that? Because it's awesome. <laughs> Mother Mary, Joseph, and the donkey. <laughs> Like, Mother Mary Joseph wasn't enough. And the donkey. Um, and Rachel's so, like, nonchalant. Like, okay, guys, anyways. So, what's it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. What the fuck? Well, and I don't think she realizes it. And I like the actual technical aspect of Johnny where she goes, all right, let's check your pulse. Things aren't right. And that's where they bring up the fact that because she was choked, her eyes... Yeah. That's when her her uh, the veins in her eyeballs pop because she was choking, and that's when well, they're having this. I'm not dead. Look at me. Well, you look dead. So I'm yeah. having a bad night. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and this poor and the poor like fiance is being taken into God's nowhere, and you feel kind of bad. You know where she's going, but at the same time, you feel kind of bad for her. And then everything keeps going like this guy just keeps digging and. The snake would have scared the shit out do of me. Do we get more with the snake later about mm. what oh, that's yeah. all about and oh, what we yes. do in there? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, now, this this story unfolds very well. Okay. Is this like an ancient mythology kind of thing? Not. Not really. Okay. I don't know. No. I, again, he. this is a type of writer over time I've known him. Well, not known they, him enough. They give it away in this particular volume what's going on but until you read more of it you won't you it's he's never one of those ones to take the easy way out let's just put it that way so it's not like a mythical thing it's just a thing i don't know how to explain it he never takes the easy way out so whatever you're thinking it's not exactly that he actually took time to do whatever he's doing okay and all i know is anybody if anybody whether or not you're drugged up trying to bury your fiance or not, if you saw somebody's snake go in your mouth, I would do the same thing he did, which was shove her face in the ground yeah. so that nothing could come in. I and love that Zoe crashes into it. Oh, it's, it's so good. And the, and she just gets out. Will you help me? And it's disposing of another body. Yeah, he just like, disposed of a body. It's like, you and know she's like, we're here. come on. Come and, on he, and I just like how she's all, well, she's not going to move herself. Come on. And I like the fact the distance he's able to do, because he's not only really good at close-ups, he's able to do these distance shots that don't make you feel like it was like a, I don't know, like it was, I don't know. I liked it. A quick and easy stroll. Thank you. Well, you know how some people do like the big shots where it's easy and they just did it because they didn't want to spend time on it? Anyways. And she's coming back. Everybody's trying to figure out who and what she is. And is she dead or is she alive? They prick her and they, they're they talking what? about how... Whoa, whoa. whoa. What? what happened? They did prick her. Um. <laughs> this is what I like about Terry Moore. He's logical, 
in his writing. He doesn't dumb down it to the reader. It's like, very smart to make the aunt a mortician because that way you can use her for exposition to explain like, yes! you're dead and this is why you're dead. But it's fun because it's like a little puzzle you get with unraveled. science. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Shut fun up. With science. And then she faints because I would faint if I found out I was dead. Yeah. Right into the boobies. Yes, because those are really good boobies right there. And she has a really good jacket. I would wear that. And that's where the shit gets real because the little girl's like, all right, I have to go home now. And, and then she's freaking him. out. And so then... this is the third body now that's been buried in this particular Wait, ravine. no. One, two. Is it the ravine? Fourth. Well, Rachel says there was a body underneath her already when she dug out. Well, no, wait. So she was buried in it, right? So Rachel, the weird body buried underneath her, and then one, two, three. I imagine that body comes into play later. It has something to do with the ravine and that the dead body that was underneath her is that girl. There's something to do with this area, and they do bring that up here. It is to do with the area, yes. Well, because they talk about, isn't it like that... uh, a bunch of witches were burned, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that. and uh, Johnny has the, the great line of like, killed. it's interesting that teenagers would lo- would choose <laughs> a <laughs> mass burial to lose. Everybody, yeah, to lose some teenager has to do something. To- I have to admit, God bless him. <laughs> it reminded me of like the, the thing from that '70s show, bunnies. Mount Hump. <laughs> the bunny slippers. <laughs> yes, I, he. Kept you want to get married on Mount Hump? <laughs> and I love I love the silhouette of of Zoe. I like that. Yeah, Very good. it does remind you of kind of Walking it's, Dead. It reminds me of Psycho, is what it reminds me of. Is oh, the Norman Bates. Oh, yeah. And she got reminds bluster. me of Terry Moore being like, I know a quick way to finish this panel of <laughs> black <laughs> strokes. <laughs> and then I feel bad for her, though, the little girl, because I don't know. She looks up, she knows she's fucked. I don't know. She's like, go away. This is the first time that we hear that woman speak. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. no, because I guess she talks to the guy in the bar. But uh, yeah, that's true. She but does have uh, this is this is where she's very creepy with Zoe, and she's like, you know, I'm proud. And she's like, I don't like you. You you make me do bad stuff. You need to go away. Every yeah. time you show up, somebody dies. And this is where and I, I like think... how she says, "What if you need me again?" And this is where she fucks with that little girl because it thinks coming up. But I do like the fact that. This little girl goes through some shit. Yeah. Oh, she's, yeah, she's, Zoe's is like the shit. And, um, oh, I forget. yeah, the whole elevator part. I forgot about oh. that. Yeah. Um, this is, a she re- gets, she gets quite the, the death toll in this book. Oh, no. Yeah, this is just the first volume. <laughs> I'm all like, no, Zoe keeps going, my friend. Um, but she sleeps a lot and she's in, and I have to admit, you knew 36 hours. I think. You knew this is Aunt Johnny's house, right? And that's what I love about. If you're a good writer, the nuances of a character where you thought, yeah, Aunt Johnny would put in the bedroom. What the fuck is that giant head above her bed? (laughs) Exactly. He would put an ox head above the head. I mean, above the bed, right? I mean, these are the little things that I really like about a good writer where the character, you would buy that. just matches. Yeah. He's like, you you know what would go there? Yeah. An ox head. I love the fly beating itself against the window and dying. Uh, I like that she looks in the the reflection to see her, the scar on her neck, and re- yeah. she says, "Not a dream." She knew things were going to be bad. <sighs> she knew that shit was going down. And so, yes, I have to admit, this part is awesome because I can't figure out. So, I haven't read this in a while, but you don't 
she drank the wine and she threw up. So I don't know if food is processed. Because that was the blood of Christ. Well, I didn't go there. <laughs> oh, but I was like, I does she eat a lot? I don't know if she eats at the table. Is she eating food at they the table? They have spaghetti later. Yeah, so they, that's one of the things. Does she eat it with Dr. Seaman? I know. <laughs> I, I kept wondering. I'm like, how am I supposed to read that? Because the first time I did it, the second time I was like, no, it's Seaman. He's I kept, I kept trying it. to like yeah. justify it in my head. I'm like, well, maybe it's like a sign. And I kept looking I'm like, no, it's semen. My yeah. eye tells me that's semen. <laughs> I didn't and, trust, and trust me, I've seen some semen. And my tongue tells me that it's semen as well. <laughs> well, and I feel bad because it's this part. Some, salty. salty. A little pineapple. She, we'll oh. see. It hasn't gone there, but we'll see. This is my part where every once in a while, Terry Moore is able to break your heart in little ways. The dog doesn't like her. He's a scared of her. Well, the cat didn't like her. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. He's a a scared. scared of her. <laughs> He's a scared. But and, I, and I love, which has been kind I love of the a, look on his face. Like, ooh. Which has kind of been a thing for a long time in like fiction. A lot of people believe that animals have like a sixth sense for the paranormal the or but, yeah, or supernatural. Yeah. yeah. So it's the facial features of her. That's it's just a little brows where she's like, this is interesting. Yeah. environment and she's actually like distressed by it and i love that little picture one no words and think shit goes down right there and she's scared a lot of things is scaredness she's just so scared scared and then shit happens and shit happens. not really someone's there's a lot of spaghetti going and everybody's talking and her best friend comes over and you get the fact Jet shows up Yep, yeah. and it's cold outside, but she ain't cold. And they did a pinky promise when they were little kids that they'd be best friends forever, so even this, in the afterlife. So this is what got me. So this is what's horrible. When I read this book, it was this huge... I have the hardcover compendium. My best friend of 30 years, this whole book reminded me of my best friend because we are that close. And I always get teary-eyed when I read this because... That's kind of us. We knew each other when we were 10 years old and we had the same shit. So I always like teary eyed about it. I'm like, oh my God. And they're best friends to the fucking end, dude. I love the freckles for Jack. Oh, as I well. know, right? It's a good touch. Yeah. I've been drinking. I apologize. But no, this friendship part is the reason almost why this book made it even more important. So to Rachel me. does as I good as she can to, to kind that. of explain. Oh, you and me, we got like ten more uh, years on me. I could die. I mean, like, like a best friend, like kid best friend, like. Oh well, then never that. mind. Well, we can. So, oh well, fuck you. Make <laughs> best friend. I'm so Aaron will be so- dead before that. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'll try. But this story is creepy That's because the one you I've don't. Never tried. It's it's a strong one. You'll it cry. is. You- <laughs> You'll cry. Twelve. You're talking about beer. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh no, because he can't no, handle the beer. Shit. No, best friends are not. No beer for. No. Keto's, the beer you can trust. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored at all. But this is creepy, and I didn't think about that. If you're buried alive, which way would you know to dig? You wouldn't. No. And she didn't either. Yeah. And that was trying. pretty cool until she hit a dead body. And she's I like, have, oh, wrong way. Yeah, and I have to admit, I like the friend part where she's like, which way would you throw up? I would have kept throwing up. As I, I was digging. dig and throw, throw up, up and dig, dig and throw, throw up. up. <laughs> I love the when they just come in with like, you know, Dr. Seaman. And he's like, hello. And he's just standing there like the <laughs> nicest guy you've ever seen. And he's, he, and everybody uh, has some issues in this book. Yeah. No, because Simon, it's I. I would, mm. I said Simon. I said Simon. But well, again, 
I think Terry Moore has a good sense of humor, so you're correct. But I, I did say Simon, but yeah. Sorry, Terry, if you're listening to this, tell us if it's Simon or Simon. Terry Moore, please. Oh, or is it something so cool. else that we, we are just this, saying completely Terry wrong? Moore, so he, he knows we're talking about Oh, my God. That would maybe be. Maybe he'll listen. This is like my dream come true. I'm such a. <laughs> Anyways, we have her and them. They're eating. And Dr. Seaman Simon. Oh, I like that. Seaman Simon. Seaman Simon. He seems a little bit too intrigued Simon about this. <laughs> Simon says Seaman. Uh-oh. And I love the fact that he says he You're calls her exactly what she is. You're the angel of death. Oh. No, not an abomination. He's actually quite intrigued by her. And then you got this poor- Too intrigued. He's got the biggest smile. He's yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. This is happy. not like- Yeah, and when I was reading this, I was like, why Sums is he up- just cool yeah. with this? Yeah. Like, what? You knew something was wrong, right? Like, yes. he seemed too- normal in a yeah. way mm-hmm. and then i feel really bad for zoe here because you knew things weren't going to keep going her way at all uh, and the uh, chicken yeah. nuggets and you're like okay chicken nuggets. and then of course you always have to have like the she's dinner. like they're not as good as mcdonald's but you know she tried two, and not, then you saw test. the creepy guy <laughs> and at first he could have been normal right and then he drew him creepy and it went all bad because you can't see him except now that he's creepy, his oh, he does that very well too. Because this is Normal. very different than this. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah. the uh, the man here t- turns very quickly. Where it's like, oh, like they uh, play it off. So like, oh, look at this nice like couple. Like, oh, they take in foster they kids. Take in well, the and the interesting kids, thing and is, you and then almost... all of a sudden he's just like, hello. We're like, yes! oh shit, not this. No, not you. <laughs> but look, see, it almost is like the coloring. He has more hair there. Evil, no hair. More hair? No <laughs> hair. Do you see it? Like, almost hair? No mm. hair. But I, it's like his whole facial features. And you got to give props to the artist for being able to pull off. He's a pedophile. And it's not cool, He's guys. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. And he keeps going creepy. He just doesn't stop with, like, one thing. He just keeps saying creepier things. Like, you're listen to me, you're yeah. listening yeah. good. And, and then she's like, so you're nice to me. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then you're kind of, and this is the part where you feel bad for the girl because did she really need the little evil lady in her big sweater? And she mm. beats the shit out of the guy and pulls him back. And she One way or runs. another, I think she was going to show up. It doesn't yeah. matter whether she needs her. He gets his head stuck in the elevator door. Oh, God. That oh, but the, the best is she's talking about her friend. And he's, oh, where is this friend? Oh, he, she's right behind you. And he flies down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that everybody thought these were good people and he is like, I'm going to yeah. get you, little kid. Get back here, you brat. Don't changes. listen to anything she says. She's a liar. <laughs> His tone changes so fast where he's like, so help me when I get my hands on you. And then she pushes the elevator. But he's like, wait, Shit. no, hold on. Stop. Hold on. <laughs> wait, then, wait, wait, talk this out. Well, and I think this is interesting because... Even I know elevators really don't necessarily. You don't necessarily do that, but you know that evil chicks out there. And it's this one panel right here, this little one where she's holding her hand. She's just standing there. It's like the littlest. Is it because he's moving his chair? Everybody, he's moving his chair. All I know is this is one of my favorite panels is this silent kid who goes, oh, shit, I'm in something bigger. I don't know what to do. 
I'm gonna hold my hands for a second and then run the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's true. And that was the end of that book. And then it starts again and it keeps getting <laughs> creepier and creepier. Yep. And she's like, listen, creepy old man. And you They're knew there was something with wrong Seaman with them. Uh... Simon Seaman. Yep. Mm-hmm. And something's wrong with him. And we all know something's wrong with him. Look at that hair. He's just way too, too cool perfect, right? This panel where it's just like, he's just too... Mm-hmm. He's, he's just very so happy good. about the situation. And everybody pauses and she's like, fuck you. She and then her the wrong best way. friend is like, let's go. We're going somewhere together. And this is the creepiest because you knew something was wrong right there, right? Yeah. Everybody knew. Right at that panel, he's got like... He's the neighbor from uh, the Burbs. Oh, sorry, we're him. running late. Look at him. No. And then you knew not it's every. The way that he's like, oh, go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll let myself I'll do out. I'll the dishes and let myself out. Yeah. And it's you like, knew. Why did this guy have to be? Because you knew something about this guy and the other guy. So the guy in the truck helped the chick out. He wasn't creepy. He didn't have to do anything creepy. But for some reason, a guy in a van pulls over, and you're like. Eh, you're an old. Why is it gotta be? Why is it gotta be the heavy guy that's creepy? But like the the handsome man was nice. Give it a chance because we have Earl. Earl is also a heavy. Earl guy. Halfler. Earl in the <laughs> and this guy is like George I'm practically no a doctor. And then she's like, I love the way the cycle kind of starts you. over though, where it's like now yes. it's her getting out of the out of the. Now it's the lady like, who's fallen off again. the the fiance who got With killed the snake at the bar. Snake attack. And, uh, yeah, she's not going to. And, again, talk about, like, beautiful. She just leaves the fucker there. But all of the artwork is so well done. Yeah, I like how the snake comes back up and into her mouth. Yes, it's creepy. And I like how the fact that he doesn't. Okay, so this is my thing right here. He changes her whole neck position. Okay, so this is going to sound horrible. And I apologize, everybody. Her posture and everything changes. She is not attractive here at all. It is very creepy. Everything about this is foreign and very ugly. But at the same time, right here, it gets better because the snake isn't in her. And it's it's this artistry yet dynamic. Well, the snake is in her. Well, it is in her, it's but she's not. Her. She's no longer her body. Her body is no longer articulated to have a snake going in her. So it's okay now that she... I don't know. I just love the fact that he wasn't afraid to make her look... Her posture changes Rachel, Jet, and Johnny go back to the jazz club to look for her car. And she points out the blood issue. And that's when they find Zoe. And that was... This is a great one. But they're talking about there's no blood on the car. But there's blood over there where the other lady had fallen. Where no one had seen this other potty. And they're like... Well, whose blood is that? And Jet's like, bounced. you you bounced? <laughs> it could have been your ass. And that's why I like best yeah, friends. Like, if you land on your ass, you could have bounced right. a good one. And they're, Fuck you. And, you. <laughs> and they find Zoe and they're trying to help Zoe and she's cold. So they put a little jacket on her and everybody's kind of joking a little bit. But and this Zoe- is where she finally can confront the woman where she's like, there she is. And they're like, we don't see anyone. And she finally gets to Zoe go confront the woman. Zoe sees and, and she's very much like, you don't remember me, do you? And there's very much like, uh, we're, you know. Something's going on. Yeah. We're going to learn more about this later. Yep. And then it gets to this whole beautiful snow scene. Snow. Her outfit has changed now. She's got like a bonnet. And... 
I would never have wanted to wear a bonnet. That would have sucked. Think about bonnet hair. You guys think of hat hair? Bonnet hair would have been horrible. Yeah, it would have. And so they said, no, you're talking by yourself. But Rachel, knows she was talking to someone. She's smart. Snow, again, very hard to pull off in black and white when everything Did is already white. Did you think white. it was pretty good? Yeah. Good. But it's just, it's just another uh, hard thing to do without color. And then the creepy old man. He has his dead wife sitting on the couch. 30. It seems like she's been there for quite some time. Her body's not nearly decomposed enough to have been there for 30 years. He's also a doctor. Unless they, maybe they provide some stuff later to the show that he's preserved her somehow. Seaman Simon has done a few things to that body over time. You know what's funny is. really good. We've talked a lot about uh, the the image book Ice Cream Man on this show. Did this this felt very Ice Cream Man to me. This whole thing of like See, that's why you the bodies and the, oh, best friends what, soon. That's I, I, never I found seen the either. angel of death and stuff, and like that felt very you like, like oh, feels like, a, like someone <laughs> would have read an Ice Cream Man book. Yeah, and then of We're course, that's right, BFFs, <laughs> because you knew. The kid was right. Every time you see her, somebody's gonna die, and I was. Again, you're hoping that they make it, and Look out. yep, and everything hits the fan, and you got crash, clang, crash. I, I love, love the, <laughs> the decision to not focus pan, on the crash. To pan, not even that, but to pan so far out, and just it's like the big picture. They're letting you know what happened, and it's also like the imagery with the bird is very yes, subtle too. right. Yeah. And that's the coolest part is you knew what happened. He didn't have to go into great detail. He just had a like, it's the impact of being so far away. And then she's got that shit in she's her. She's been impaled. And you don't realize it. At first, if you're going really fast, you don't realize it. I until didn't realize she's, it. Until she had to go, oh shit, the splurt, right? Because yeah. splurt, clink. And then I felt so bad. I'm like. Poor Jet. Uh, no, it was Aunt Johnny, and Jet's oh. fucked. But Johnny, I'm like, oh my She's god, like, ah, fuck Jet. Johnny, Johnny can't feel her legs. I'm all like Johnny. Jet's, Jet's fucked because even Johnny who is laying there, she's like, there's too much blood. She's looking over at Jet, and she's like, there's too much blood there. Yeah, it is Knowing really sad. Fucked. And then, and her dying words, Rachel tells her, Johnny, be good. Yes, it was. <laughs> It was well played. No, (laughs) Terry Moore got that. The music chords were behind it. The people came out. People, if you haven't read it yet, it's amazing. Uh, However, did you like the snow through the whole thing? That is one of the most impressive things. Yeah, because there's something about snow that's very calming, I guess. sometimes. But he drew it. That's the most fucked up part. He put it in there. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? As an artist. And then... And then we get to see the cycle begin again with her. She's not going to dig herself out of the ground, but then we see that now she is waking up as well. And we're like, She's go, Jess, go! She's laying there on the slab go! with the death certificate on top of her and her the last eyes open up. Her eyes open up. Yep. Yeah. And great, then, great way to end the first trade. And then he ends it. That's his wife. The publisher is Robin Moore. And he ends it with, again... Talk about fucking artwork. This piece right here with her stuck in the the tree right there. Yeah. Well fucking played, that my friend. Cool. That's uh Rachel Rising the Shadow of so, Death, Volume One. I'm so glad I could bring that. I love Terrible. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I did too. Like I said, I've already uh downloaded volume two to read on Comixology. So, so you I'm, tell me when you read it, because we'll so. read it. Is there it something together. you, you want to 
finish up? I would think this would be more up uh, your alley, Mary. Yeah, I certainly want to finish it up. I just don't have comicsology. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> what? Did I don't you? know what I was expecting because I really didn't have any expectations for because I knew I knew nothing about what it was. I can use. But uh, <laughs> it was very caught off guard. Like, oh, okay, this is what this book is. Did you really cool. not think so. I would have done something? I had no idea what it was. I had no, no idea what it was. We know you. So <laughs> I actually started reading this a, a while back. Bless oh. you. I, but I never I never actually finished through just this first part because I got distracted with something else and then I just never went back. But because I remember when I had first started it, I was like, this is really interesting. I like the artwork and stuff. And so now that I read it, I'm the like, artwork okay, is so I, good. I like this. I so will read wait. it. I am curious and don't stop me yet. Lock and key. The horror of lock and key and that fascination you have with lock and key. What's the difference between lock and key and something like this? Is it not equatable, but what is it, the storytelling behind lock and key versus something like this? There, oh, not you. I don't. <laughs> I'm no. like Mary. Let Mary have a shot, my friend. No, I'm just right. curious because it's her talking. love, Mary, floor's yours. Her love is of lock and key, and she loves it. But what's that storytelling bit? Uh, oh, they're they're different. They're oh, different storytelling. Uh, I don't. I guess what's the question? So my question <laughs> is: Is the lock and key yes. your passion and love? Is it the it's not the horror per se. Is it the story behind? Because the horror yeah, the of story. this, and I read Lock and Key, and the story he's telling, you got the color, you got the art, you got the keys, mm -hmm. you got... But this is almost like at a subversive level. Uh, if you look at Terry Moore, it's like got this really dark storytelling, and it may not be keys, and it may not be the next story. Every one of these end of the book is that second key mm -hmm. where they open an unlocked door mm -hmm. where the kids like oh shit and now they can see the chick or now the story opens this way and the door opens a different way my curiosity is not measuring the books together or okay. not trying to figure out what is it about this book that you like and the way that you like lock and key is it the horror okay so i like lock and key for the horror and that it's in color and it has a very different sort of storytelling mm -hmm. where it actually just shows you that grit of like when when they kill when uh like sam kills the parents and stuff like you see the head being bashed in it kills the dad sorry yeah. not the parents more graphic yeah. more graphic mm -hmm. this is much more subtle this is much more subtle it's like you know what happened to her, but you don't have to see it. Like, you don't see the guy's yeah. head getting cut mm -hmm. off by the elevator, but she, it's very, the blood splatters on her face, it's very Well, and that, that last panel of her walking out the door, leaving the bloody footprints, and that head is just, like, mm -hmm. sitting there off to the, off in the corner. Yeah. It's, it's like in movies where they have the choice to either focus on the death or focus on the person reacting to the death. Mm -hmm. He... Terry Moore focuses more on the person acting to the death, not actually showing Which is the sometimes death. better because it leaves it up to your imagination yeah. to... And sometimes that's more fucked up. Yeah. I know for me yeah. my, that sometimes my imagination Sometimes you're going to imagine fucked something more True. fucked up than, yeah, what they, anything they could I was just curious yeah. about, like, because the storytelling is... Com it's not completely different, but I think the color makes it different. Oh, yeah. Color makes a difference. I would be interested to see this in color, but I don't need it. See, like, like, I don't I feel got, like I'm missing. Like I'm anything. going back to this back cover here. Like it's pretty, 
but I don't think I want Well, also this color. back cover, this looks more like, yeah. like a watercolor kind of thing mm. that they did, not necessarily what they would do. Yeah. I just, I kind of, you... That's what I think. I think like. like Stephen King and you see Joe Hill, and I'm not saying Joe Hill is is hitting the mark of Stephen King, as in like mass media stream, right? Like media wise. That's not fair though, because Stephen King's like on its own. Well, yeah, yeah but you know what I mean. That's like, the whole reason I didn't want to read Lock and Key. Oh, really? Is yeah, because huh. I knew I'm a, such a huge Stephen King fan, and I knew that's his son. And I'm like, there, no, no, I don't, I don't want to read this because yeah. I don't want to compare him to his father. And that's what well, I felt I would do. Maybe this is it. Terry Moore is an unknown. Let's be honest. Yeah, certainly. Comic I didn't books know Terry are Moore. like, in Terry Moore, compared to like the comic book land, it's Jim Lee. It's, you know, you have like, um, Terry Moore has never touched fucking Marvel or DC. Ever. No, so you have, he did uh, Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. And he did Runaways. Fuck, I forgot about that. But here you have this general individual not touching that scheme of those Not as mainstream big, as yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, does he hold up? Is his storytelling intriguing enough to yes. hold up? One of the up? things that stood out to me, and I, and I, and I certainly me, yes. I certainly don't want to insult him, because I, 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 I know that he's... That he has... I don't want to say, like, oh, he's not a writer, because I, he he, I know that he does write... A lot of things, but there, but there's he some books. Right there, there's some books that come out, come across very much as like this is an artist writing a book. For where whether it be like Spawn or something, or like huh. David Finch has done stuff. Like we talked about, you know, like when he was trying to write Batman, it was like this mm-hmm. feels like it's a it's an artist that's writing. But this didn't feel like that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so because that's it, a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. No. It is. No, I didn't want to insult him by saying he's not a writer. Like, but, but 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 I think he's more known for being an artist. Yeah, but and, it, and you, I think you did well bringing up the Dave Finch Dark Knight run, where it's like it was beautiful, but oh, that was a train wreck of story. The, 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 go, the go-to thing is, is like Spawn, right? Even I'm a fan, but it's like Spawn is a book written by an artist. Yes, huh. okay. um, that early you know, Spawn shit, reading that stuff. No, is, I mean is, it's bad. I think, never, I think the yeah. premise of Spawn, like the idea. Is, is great, and I'll give Todd McFarlane a lot of credit for that, because I think the idea of, like, oh, a guy sold his soul to the devil and everything is a cool concept, but he's not a... He's he's kind of become one over the years, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, when you read Spawn now, it's definitely different than it was back then, but it, that's still... It was never his vehicle, right? His vehicle was always the, the, the visual. Yep. Oh. Um, this book doesn't feel like that to me, where I'm like... Where it's like, oh, it's so pretty. If he only maybe just could have got someone else, like, 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 yeah. like, like, if he maybe, if he maybe could have plotted it, but had somebody else script the dialogue for him, mm-hmm. and it maybe could have been. It does. I, I didn't feel that at all. In this no, book. Yeah. I felt like, oh, this is. He, he was, holds his own. He, he holds was perfect. His own. Pulling double duty. There was no. There I was, didn't even think about that, but you're right. Because so. I don't know, but. Well played. And Look I'm at glad any of those early image it. stuff, you know, like Rob Liefeld oh, yeah. is not a writer. <laughs> but he actually started. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's barely an artist. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. I was like, wait, well, oh. Hold on. I got to finish my beer. Hashtag I... fuck you, Liefeld. <laughs> Did I go well, too far? it wasn't only until. <laughs> no, I have to admit, it was only until someone pointed out because I was back in the Liefeld. Fail. Son of a yes. biscuit. 
Liefeld days, he does draw a lot of ribs. Lots of ribs. A lot like, of pouches. Like a, like a, lot, a lot, of of, lot of big puffy chest. No, like a yeah. lot of six packs, yet yeah, 12 packs, and you can't quite figure it out. He took Hourglass mm-hmm. to a whole new level of these women. Oh, that it's like, like, there's, what? like there's that no way she can hold herself. It's an hour and a half glass. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just... This was a, an amazing story. How long have you been waiting to bust that if, one? <laughs> I, it just came to me. It just came to me. If you have a chance, listeners, I don't know who's listening. If you have a chance, it Drink was another yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's worth it. It's one of those things where... It's a pretty cheap trade, too. I think. Yeah, it only, And it's a very quick read, too. Well, quick read. It's all beautiful. on Comixology if you'd rather go that route, if you don't mind the digital route. I'm you can read the whole series on there. So... Is that a choice of the publisher to go on? I would imagine so. Just like Netflix, they contract out. Okay, I was wondering about that. So they chose and... Is I'll... comics... Uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean no, to derail please. this. Is comicsology like Netflix? Does Now, like, say you can read Rachel Rising right now, but mm-hmm. in six months... It, will it, there, it will could, the license yeah, expire? And every and, month there's new stuff. Okay. And every every mm. so often they and take stuff things does, off. And stuff does. Stuff cycles okay. and things out. So Some stuff can always be on there just because, uh, just like, just because, like the, yeah. the, the, the first trade of Saga will always be on Comixology just because it's like they want to get you on that first trade mm. because you're, mm. you, then you're pretty willing to buy the second yeah. one, they feel like. So there's some stuff that'll If you guys, this is my thing is, I don't know if these artists like... They must have. Oh, I don't know artists. if they have like day jobs. The uh... <laughs> they're artists. Well, no, I meant like. Okay, let me rephrase. You have the show, people. They have. Uh, oh, God, I this was worried can't about be. Wow. Shut up! I'm all like. My hashtag much... doesn't feel so bad now. No. <laughs> if you. I was like, it I don't was... want to insult the guy. She's like, I don't know if he has a day job. <laughs> he has a day but if job. But if he does, don't quit. If you guys have a chance. <laughs> fucking A. Oh, People. Man. This is not like 9-11. Let me have this <laughs> moment. <laughs> Shut up, Mary. Let's take a turn. If you guys have a chance, he is an excellent writer. He has a book about how to draw women. It's a single, like, comic book. Pick it up. But Echo... It is the And it doesn't come off as pretentious. Like here's a man, like here's how you draw. Women. Oh god, no. Okay. It is it is um His is uh um compared to Cho. So Cho has a book and his art book and is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but Cho has this thing about women and it is really I know enough to know that you're supposed to have a small waist, you're supposed to be a certain weight. And Cho is gorgeous, but his women's have his big women's. boobs. His women's have big boobs, small waist, big ass, and yeah. it's beautiful. And I'm not, I'm not dinging that. But it wasn't until no, there's anything wrong with that, right? But it wasn't until Terry Moore said, "Hey, you know what? I what if they look like people? Yeah, yeah. what if they actually look like?" And it was the fact that he said. When you draw women, think of their anatomy. Women have three pouches. And I didn't think about it. And I shit you not, I sat down and bent over because I was curious. Sure enough. And it's not big, but it is three pouches. And he celebrates that. And it was like this moment where maybe it's sad that women have to accept that men are in these roles more than women are. There's not a lot of women who write books that say how to draw women. But it it was awesome. And he... If you guys have a chance, his book, Strangers in Paradise, 
echo this it is kind of nice to see him go echo through is, time uh just really quick it's uh, about it's a girl awesome. she's a photographer i believe yeah <laughs> and she's out where government's uh government is testing some some kind oh, of oh it's pretty epic i can't remember what it is it explodes and a little bit of it gets on her and she kind of becomes a superhero it, oh, it's like it's this, metal. It's it a, like it moves metal. on her. It's really fucking cool. So and, if you can, and that is in the same universe as this. And so. Stranger yeah. Paradise is about, uh, anyways. And Lesbians. there's more. And that was the first time I've Paradise. hate to say it. <laughs> it was the first time I've actually seen that kind of thing. Where mm-hmm. it sounds weird, but he does it in a way where it's not about lesbians, about Two love. people. Yeah. It's about love. Yeah. Anyways, if you have a chance. And Mary, I'm glad you some, liked it. Let's do Thank some you. weekly picks. What's a weekly pick this week? I have nothing. Mary's done. Look at her. She's like, fuck this. Fuck Come you. on. <laughs> what was the documentaries you watched? Um, I watched LA 92. What? I watched. You didn't tell me of LA 92? Yeah. LA now Ni- that we're BFFs. You guys are best friends. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Let's see. I did watch a lot of documentaries. I watched LA 92. Did I watch a lot of documentaries? I can only think of two. No, you watched the Disclosure. Other yeah, that was it. You watched that one about the gymnasts? Ooh. Oh, Athlete A. I watched that today. Did they have uh, athletes? No. It was, oh. it was about... Uh, They're called uh, sports people. Uh, it was about the gymnasts that... Uh, the doctor was uh, sexually abused. A bunch of, well, yeah, is it, that's on Netflix yeah. now, yep. isn't it? Yeah. A bunch of women yeah, yeah, yeah. from the United that States gymnastics horrible. team were molested. It's like I, I, I remember when that hit the news, I heard so much of it. And when the documentary came out, I'm like, I don't know if I want to sit through an hour and a half of this. Wasn't it, <laughs> I always saw really parts of it. It was pretty interesting. I, and I'm sure I was, I, I was reading this. Good so job, I, I was kind of in and out of it, but it was pretty interesting. It was really interesting. Uh, but I would definitely recommend Disclosure. It was a disclosure. It was called. I think it was disclosure. Disclosure is uh, Demi Moore and Michael Douglas. No, this was a documentary about the trans community in uh, (laughs) entertainment. Yeah, that was that was really cool to watch. Erin, you don't have a weekly pick. Rachel Rising. Work gets her weekly pick. (laughs) Rachel Rising, and yeah, unfortunately, it was work. And I played my stupid video game, and me and Kylie, we watched Bob's Burgers together. And I have to admit. We do that all the time, though. Weekly pick. Snuggling with my old man. I I have to admit, I like snuggling with Kylie in the mornings. We had some good snuggling times. Kylie? Simpsons. So, my weekly pick... I was very upset that would have been uh, dark. Would have been dark. Would have been oh! mine too. It'll be next week. Will be Mary and I's weekly pick. That'll will be, be dark. Our pick. Why don't you guys freaking watch it together? Um, we should. Jeez. <laughs> God. Um, my weekly pick uh, is Doom Patrol. Fuck you. Oh, why aren't you guys Doom Patrol no. season two together? I picked it, I picked it last week. So it's no. But uh, yeah, I mean the obvious is, is Doom Patrol season two. It was, it was good. Did both there, of your picks? Huh? No. Did you Is guys watch pick? it no. together? Oh. I, I I made myself not pick it because I already picked it last week. Okay. Oh, what did you pick? What? Um. Oh, because you watched the season one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Green Lantern 80th anniversary oh. issue came out this week. And, Funny uh, story. He he sped read it because he didn't leave himself enough time. 
That's not true at all. Um, it was it was Mary's, pretty much. But like I'm that. sure you spent all the time on the it Jeff was Johns like one. The Mary's last twisting, hour. Mary's twisting. It was like effect. in like the last hour before this podcast he read it. Wait. Um, the best thing it gave me is that it showed me that I don't need to buy any more of these fucking anniversary issues. From you DC. don't need to. No. Okay. Um, What's the last one you got? You got the Robin one. Uh, yeah, because this one just reeks of that bad cash grab. Really? And yeah, and through I and to, to be and fair, to be fair, I didn't buy either the Catwoman one or the Joker one. So, uh, unpacking shipments at the store. Uh, I think Catwoman and Joker, as they both came out, I was like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. It's getting too much. Yep. It's Green Lantern. I get Green Lantern. If Green Lantern would have come out before, I probably would have been okay with it. But mm. then this comes out and I'm like, okay, you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done buying these. This, the, this one reading this today was like, okay, I, I think I'm done. Like action and detective 1000. I get those. We're in the Wonder Woman one. Yep. And, and they were, uh, you could tell, like, people were on their A game. I, I, I think Action 1000 was great. Everyone was on their A game. Um, even fucking Bendis. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the even the Robin one, it was like, okay. And then this Green Lantern one today just felt like the artwork was incredible. A lot of the art's really, really good. But uh, it felt like, let's just put something out. And it, it just it di- it just reeked of, like, mm. let's, let's, here's a $10 book we can sell. You know, was, how was the John's story? The Jeff John's story is played for laughs. Really? It's, yeah. I was hoping for some kind of a <sighs> sentimental kind of a thing he would do. It's the first time he's touched Green Lantern in almost a decade. And Ivan Rice draws it. It looks amazing. So uh, I'm, Gar- I'm, Gary Frank does a story with James ooh. Tynan. It's an Alan Scott story. The, the cool thing about Green Lantern is because it is a, a legacy character. It was kind of like the Robin one where it's like you doesn't have to just be Hal Jordan. Yeah, like everybody has at least everybody has at least one story in it. Like in the Green Lantern one, there's an Alan Scott story. Yep, Sinestro has his own. Kyle has one. Guy Gardner and Kilwag have one together. Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz have a story. They even do one for like the little uh, squirrel, Teen Lantern, squirrel and the cat. Thing that Bendis is John Stewart's story (laughs) Um, good. John Stewart, yeah. uh, uh, Denny O'Neill has a story in it, which was part of, part of the reason I wanted to pick it up too. Nice. Like, oh, this, you know, Denny O'Neill just barely passed away, and uh, he has a story with him in Green Arrow, and it's like it's fine, but it's just you know, that's too bad. Like um, I said when I read that last first, Jeff John story, I'm like, that I was ended first, so well. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't need anything else. I was first kind of upset that uh, Morrison didn't have a story in it because I'm like, oh, you think they would have got like the current. Uh, writer on Green Lantern to do so and then after I'm reading it I'm like oh like it's probably good Morrison stayed away from this it's mm-hmm. like yeah there was nothing for him to I still think it's ridiculous that he wasn't in Detective 1000 but that's just me I mean I know Kyle doesn't like his run on Batman but still for me it's just like <laughs> he had one of the most like seminal runs on the Morrison character has his place in, in, in comic in books in the last decade or so so it was weird for them to leave him out of Detective maybe they asked him and he said no I don't know but mm-hmm. um, yeah it was fine I guess that's it's my pick because it was the book I was excited to read and the covers were cool, especially the '90s cover, the Kyle Rayner cover. Even though it doesn't sound like you enjoyed, yeah, it. yep. It's like I said, it was. So com- let's talk about Doom Patrol. That's right. <laughs> it was confirmation to me that I will not be buying any more of these well, anniversary what issues. What did from- you read that you liked? What's the next uh, one they have planned? I don't know, but it feels like they're going to just keep looking. Well, for it seems any like every excuse. week. What like, was this keep- anniversary one? What number? 
Well, it it's, it's not even a, a, it's, it's just, just 80 a, it's just 80th anniversary. Yeah, it's 80 it's years. 80 years. Oh, okay. 80 years. Oh, okay. When you said anniversary, I thought it was going to be like some big number or something. Oh, so they've done No, action. so they did that for action and yeah. Detective, yeah. detective and what, was Wonder Woman a s- number 750, I think, okay. or something like that or whatever. And, and then, then the rest have Flash, just been 80 page giant special. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did a Joker 80th and a Catwoman yeah. 80th. And it's like Okay, did Catwoman really need an 80th anniversary issue? Like, I don't mean to upset anyone that's a Catwoman fan I, out there. That one to me seemed like a stretch. I'm like, like I, I felt that with the Joker as well. Oh, I, I would mean, agree. Jo- yeah, it's they did like, Joker but the Joker one, one I get mm. because people love that. Character, I do get it. So I I prefer Catwoman over the Joker, but yeah. I could care. Catwoman was going to marry Batman. They did yeah. a Flash one, but Flash was I think issue 700. 750. It was 750. 750 yeah. Is that what it was? And even that one was like. Fine. And it was the same as all um, these other ones, right? You have a bunch of little stories. Yeah, Jeff Johns did like a little they Captain Cold story in there. They just wanted to make a big book and yeah. just sell it for it, more it, money. That, that's what it reeks of. It's like, I, here, I, here's a book we can sell yeah. for $10. That's And that's, I, I'd prefer, hey, let's do a 80th special mm-hmm. edition rather than like the Wonder Woman and the mm-hmm. Flash where it's like, hey, this is an actual issue number yeah. and we're doing the same crap. Both Action and Detective, again, it just really felt like people were like, let's make this... Special. Something special. Yeah. Detective had a lot of good stuff in it. Action I loved, and that's just me being the Superman fan, but I really felt like everybody brought their A-game and all the little short stories. I'm like, this is awesome. It's a great celebration of who this character is. The The one since then, the, the Robin one was like, oh, man, it was It's fine. going downhill now. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think they just... Action Detective 1000 sold so well. I think Rob, they could do a good Robin one. Uh, yeah, they should have. Well, what I was think... something that you liked? Tell us something that you actually liked. Yeah, because yeah. it Patrol. was your goddamn okay. pick. Doom Patrol. So there you go. That's your pick. That's your true pick. That's all I love. In don't life. don't <laughs> pick something that I you love. didn't really all like. I need, all I need in life is Doom Patrol. That's like, why that's, you have. That's a, that defeats the purpose of the picks. Like, Thank I you, could pick, BFF. I could pick other things that I was like, oh, that's all right. Like, You know what you should watch? Bambi. Uh-huh, I've seen that. Oh. Isn't a horror? <laughs> I don't really oh. like Bambi. I know because it's sad and the I mother dies. Boring. That's what I thought of Sleeping Beauty, everybody. Give to song. Give to song and beauty. Give to beauty. Nothing right about that. You can't put that on a resume. <laughs> you can. No. Damn old can in America. <laughs> I can't even come back with that. Mm mm. Mm mm. Are we done oh, now? Done? So anyway, oh, okay. wait. Kylie has... <laughs> oh, yeah. He has to say his pick. Oh, that's I right. told my pick. It was Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. Oh, my God. No, this no, is yeah. like... Your this pick is... for Comic Book Club. Thank uh, you. Oh, yeah. Your pick uh, for Comic Book Club. Thank you. Because yeah. this is like a horrible, like... Mm-hmm. What are we reading next month, Kylie? Ty. Give it to God us. Damn it, you had a month. I, I... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I've had a month. So, my theory here is... Are, are, we, are, are our listeners sick of Watchmen stuff because we've just been doing the no because every, stuff. every doing... every time we do watchman stuff it performs pretty well okay so, so then my pick is going to be dr manhattan the before watchman. before watchman dr manhattan are That's you serious J. michael straczynski and who drew it i want to say adam hughes Ooh, good call i could be wrong i, I don't have, not, a, I don't have, I have never heard it to... before the watchman before is Watchmen. it before Watchmen? Yeah. Yep. You guys would know better. Never than read you. it, you so I've it. never read any of the before Watchmen stuff. So this will be a good well, you're uh, have to get off your cherry popping. Yeah, this so. is this is gonna be the crazy one. This is the <sighs> the crazy. That's the out there story. Oh well, all right then. I guess we're doing that. Uh, time flies almost as fast as Superman. This podcast is over. Hey, Aww. do you guys do Nerd Dome this week? 
I don't even know what's yeah, going on with her dome. So. <laughs> oh, oh, she's becoming oh. a wife. If you guys could have seen it, it was epic. I loved it. Las Vegas, man. Speaking of Watchmen, next oh! week we'll be back here doing issue five of Watchmen. Oh, my God, yes. So our issue-by-issue issue analysis continues. Uh, check out Nerd Dome Podcast and the other podcasts on the GNN Network. GNN. Come get some. <laughs> That's the best slogan ever. I'm sure somebody probably has that because it's just too good. It's too good for nobody to be using it. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until next time, my name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. I'm Kylie. See you next week.